Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The experts handle it. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hello there, Trey Biddy. You having a good Thursday? Let's Hello? see. There he is. Hi, Trey. Having a nice Thursday? Hey. Yeah. Having a good Thursday. Sorry, I was having to switch over from B to A again. <laughs> That's okay. Very good. Let's see. I I have been a failure on live fan feedback tonight. I, I, yeah. We've got a lot of it here. So okay. maybe I, let's see. Maybe if I get something for Trey, we'll do that. Otherwise, uh, if you've sent some in, I will definitely get to this in just a little bit. Okay. So Trey, a pretty exciting day for Trey Biddy. You know why? Why? Because they announced the order at SEC Football Media Days. How about that? The order? You always love that, don't you? Well, I, I overlooked it. I've been out running errands all day, so I don't even okay. know. Okay, my gosh. <laughs> you know, that's like, remember that old movie where Steve Martin got excited? I say I was running errands. I was, getting, I was getting fitted. I was getting fitted for new golf clubs. I have to get oh. all that stuff done before camp starts. For spring ah, girls, you know. I just wow. got back home. It's a big deal. Okay, so, well, I don't yeah. want to ruin the surprise for you, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Sam okay. Pittman will be on the last day, Thursday, July 18th. He will appear along with Hugh Freeze, Mark Stoops, and Mike Elko. So you get to stay till the last day. Now, you don't have to go the first day if you don't want to. Yeah, but that's the worst day. That's disappointing. Yeah. Doesn't have times yet. Just says these are the days. So yeah. Monday, July 15th is the first day of media days. Brian Kelly of LSU, Lane Kiffin of Ole Miss, Shane Beamer of South Carolina, Clark Lee of Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, July 16th, it's Kirby Smart of Georgia, uh, Eli Drinkwitz of Missouri, Brent Venables of Oklahoma. First appearance by Oklahoma there. Uh, Tennessee coach Josh Heupel. Wednesday, July 17th, Kalen DeVore. First appearance as Alabama's head coach. Billy Napier of Florida, Jeff Libby of Mississippi State, and Steve Sarkeesian makes his first SEC Media Days for Texas. And then Thursday, July 18th, at Sam Pittman of Arkansas, Hugh Freeze of Auburn, Mark Stoops of Kentucky, Mike Elko of Texas A&M. Do you think Kalen DeBoer will get anywhere near the surrounding of the fan base that Nick Saban did? He'll do pretty well just because it's year one for him, I would think. But it's hard to – I mean, Nick Saban was a rock star at SEC Media Days, so probably not going to be the same level. But I would say since it's his first year, probably we'll, um, we'll get close to it, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. so yeah, I say is- the, the last day is the worst day to go because everybody's been there all week. Media starts trickling out. A lot of people don't stick around for the last day. I I traditionally avoid the last day and and get out of there. I might, you know, I might have time to watch a coach or two before my flight leaves, but I usually try to fly out that day. And um, so you're, you're definitely going to get the least amount of um, of viewership on the final day of media days. Well, you won't be able to leave this early, will you? No, I'll be uh mine'll be different <laughs> this year. So won't be able to leave early. But uh yeah, I think that but for everybody, you know, as far as the overall 
you know. But maybe that's what Arkansas needs. Maybe they need to slip in through the back door and, uh, you know, be the team that everybody thinks isn't going to do anything. And, you know, who knows? Missouri was that last year. I mean, Missouri's coming off a six-win season. Nobody was predicting them to go 11-2. and two. Um, Maybe that's what Arkansas needs, just to be the team that nobody really talks about, the, the team that the radar, uh, you know, isn't on heavily. Maybe that's just what they need to be. You know, I think you probably have that, though, Trey, if it were not for the hiring of Bobby Petrino, I think that there's going to be a lot of interest, actually. This actually, uh, even because nationwide. of Bobby Petrino, yeah, coming back to well, Arkansas, even nationwide, that was a national story, right? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, you know, I don't know that anything could have saved us from the off-season toxicity that we would have seen from retaining Sam Pittman after a four-win season, right. like the hire of Bobby Petrino. I don't know that there was anybody in the country who could have been hired. I don't care if it was a guy that, you know, Mm -hmm. is very well-renowned as an offensive coordinator. The fact that it's Bobby Petrino coming in really curbed that for all of us until, you know, I guess things, if they go south. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's a notable story. Uh, It's not like... I don't know if it's nationally looked at as like, oh, my gosh, y'all, look what Arkansas has done. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, they are going to, you know, change everything. So I don't know if it's going to be quite that big as, um, you know, and Bobby Petrino is not going to be the guy at SEC Media Days either. So, um, you know, it'll it'll be a story, but I don't think it'll be, you know. I think, the, think the, the punch of that story was when it was announced. Okay, you know? but think about this, Trey. Last year it was a story. Can Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino coexist? That was a story at the yeah. SEC Media Days. Do you think because he was at A&M last year that it's not as big a deal now uh, with him being at Arkansas? Well, I'm guessing Sam's going to have to he'll He'll answer a few questions about that. Mm-hmm. They'll be asked, don't oh, you Oh, yeah. Think? No question. There will be. You know, I think maybe him coming back into the SEC kind of opened the door. But at the same time, uh, everybody... Nobody cares about what you did anymore. They just care about winning. I mean, that's been like Hugh Freeze you you know, left Ole Miss in disgrace. He's back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Beard, uh, you know, he was uh, fired at Texas after all yeah. that stuff that happened. And uh, Ole Miss had no problem, you know, hiring him. And, and Bobby Petrino, with his past, you know, Texas A&M had no problem hiring him. You know, as long as you, as long as you can show you can win, you know, if a little bit of time has passed, then um, – you know we're willing to forgive and and move on. Well, with Beard, it was pretty immediate that all the you know the charges were dropped and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean this is the SEC, so we we care about winning in this conference. But um, yeah, I mean I think I mean it's a story, no question. And you know Petrino is a heck of a play caller. I, I just think if they can get the defense going like they did last year to start, you know, the first, um, you know, and I think some people would look at some of the scores early on, like, you know, LSU, you know, that guy went on to win the Heisman Trophy. The Arkansas played really well against him for a half. Um, and then, you know, the BYU game, that was a lot of stuff that wasn't just on the defense in terms of giving up those points. And so, uh, you know, I think the defense played really well the first three quarters of the season. And if they can get the offense back you know, somewhere close to where it was 2021, 2022. Uh, and I know it's a little bit different system and everything, but if they can get some productivity going again with the offense, then, you know, maybe they got so, a shot to do something. When you say the first three quarters, you mean the first three quarters of the of the season game, of the first game, right? Before, yeah, before <laughs> before we got to I'm before I'm we got yeah <laughs> now before we got to um, the Auburn game. Um, and, you know, obviously, uh, excuse me, uh, Missouri. I mean, you look at what they did against Alabama. What they held mm-hmm. Alabama to, what, 24 points? 24, held Ole Miss to yeah. 27 points. You know, those are yeah. like the number three and four scoring offenses in the SEC last year. Um, so there was a stretch where they were playing pretty well on defense. And I think if you go back, and people may misremember some things and look at some scores, like the BYU game, for example, but if you go back and look, I think you'll see, you know, there's a lot of – a lot of stuff that wasn't not on the defense as a reason for for the reason some of those points got up there. Now, Auburn, you know, Auburn looked like a team that wanted to be there, and Arkansas looked like a team that did not want to be there. And I think at that point the defense just had kind of let go of the rope and started thinking about what their future holds. You know, some players, you had a lot of players transfer out and stuff. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if the defense can get back to playing the way they did, you know, that part of the season – 
then maybe they've got a chance. I, th- I do think the roster at Arkansas overall is better than it was last year, but I also think that Ole Miss's roster is better than it was last year, and Mississippi State's is better than it was last year, and uh, you know Alabama might be the only team uh, that might not be better than it was last year because, yes, Arkansas can go into the transfer portal and address some needs get some you know veteran players in but what they can't do is have exclusive access to it and other teams are going to the transfer portal and building up their rosters too these teams nowadays are so much better than you know the same squad you know the same programs teams you know just five years ago five six years ago where you might have had to rely on a true freshman or a redshirt freshman now I mean you you can easily just go get veterans to fill every starting spot for you. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, Arkansas did that last year with yeah. wide receivers. You know, you Arkansas think about was better. Think... Arkansas had better. Aside from offensive line, the top yeah. to bottom roster that Arkansas had assembled last year was one of the better rosters that they've had. It's the problem is it's the other teams that they faced, and not, if you don't have an offensive line, as we know, then it doesn't yeah. really matter what you do. Right, but I was I was thinking when but you the think defense Bobby was Pet- tremendously better. When you think of Bobby Petrino, you think of how the work he does with quarterbacks. But I'm thinking all these receivers that transferred in yeah. and stayed. Good point. Know, don't you think they'll be better also? Well, yeah. I mean, just because of the system, they're going to be better. I mean, there's no question they're they're going to be more productive. He's going to use, I would assume, Isaac Tesla and. A way that that fits him, Tyrone Broden. Tyrone Broden averaged like eight yards a catch last year. He's six seven, and you know one of the fastest guys on the team. Yeah. And wh- like, what? How do? You, why? Why would he average eight yards a catch? I just don't understand that. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, jump balls in the end zone and stuff, but. It just—it doesn't make any sense why his yards per catch average was so low. Uh, Isaiah Satania, I, I hear that Petrino is really excited about the potential that he has. So yeah, the—if they can get—they've got to get protection first of all. But there's no reason that this group of wide receivers shouldn't be more productive. Everybody who took a snap last year at wide receiver is back. Everybody who played in a game at wide receiver is back this year. The only guy who hit the portal, I guess, was Sam Bakke. And and Bryce Stevens did, but he came back. But Bryce didn't play last year, really. He didn't catch a pass. Um, but Bakke hit the portal and was injured, obviously, all last year. So all those guys are back. Luke has. If Luke has stays healthy, he's got ability to be first-team All-SEC tight end. Yeah. And if you're that, maybe an All-American. But if Luke has stays healthy, he would have been a freshman All-American. I think he might have made it on somebody's list. Uh, but not on most of the list because he was hurt so early. But if he can stay healthy, then you know he can be that guy. All the best tight ends are back. All the best tight ends from last year are back. And they lost a couple of guys throughout the season due to injuries. Has and Tyrus Washington. Um, I think Paskey will be a nice addition for him. But, um, you know, I, I, Francis Sherman was an all right, I, I guess. I, I did not think he was that good of a blocker for them, and that was kind of what he was brought in for. Um you know, I didn't think Nathan Bax blocked particularly well either, and you know neither of those guys were real threats in the passing game. And Has went down, that, and and then when Ty Washington went down, also that was a real a real blow for them. Um, the running backs, uh, you know, Rocket Sanders was so banged up last year. Isaiah Augusta is back for another year, and Jaquinta Jackson, I think, is a guy that you know kind of has something to prove. I think uh, in the SEC, and so. Uh, I, I think they're in good shape at the skill spots, and you know, based on what I've heard, there's you know, people think Taylor Gray's got a lot of potential. I think it'll be a really interesting storyline with the quarterback battle, and um, if they can protect him, you know, if they can protect him, then the skill spots should be in pretty good order. Um, and maybe you know, I, I, I still think that you know, you, Pittman needs to do more, better than six wins this season, um, but. You know, maybe if they if they can get some protection for the quarterback and he plays well, then you know maybe they can get above that mark. Uh, so we'll see. You know, and I, I think we do. We look at Pip, or uh, Petrino's success with quarterbacks, uh, no, and just justifiably so, uh, mm-hmm. at all of his stops. But I, I think we also forget that a lot of his system. I mean, they they run the football and they run it yeah. effectively and they play pass off of that. 
you you wonder how you get those you know they 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 get every time they call a deep end cut or uh, a deep dig i mean it's open well it's open because they're running that football and those backers mm-hmm. are are being sucked up in and safety's coming down to stop the run game and and uh, so arkansas's got to have an effective run game as well and i think he yeah. brings that as well yeah, people remember Nile Davis, and they remember Dennis Johnson. Those guys were two very productive backs for Arkansas. Uh, Ronnie Wingo, Broderick Green, some of the other backs that were, um, you know, on Petrino teams. So he he had some good running backs, and it felt like they would get stronger in the run game as the season wore on. Especially 2010 was a was a really good year. Nile, I mean, Nile put up most of his yardage in like eight games, uh, but. Yeah, they they definitely are going to strive for balance, and uh, it's not long before we get to start. I mean, March seventh, so you've got that's next week. See, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're wrapping up this week. They're wrapping up the eight week winter training cycle. So, um, you know, they've been splitting them up into two groups. You got a six a.m. group and an eight thirty group, and you know, Ooh, they do how do you get to eight thirty? I mean, yeah, <laughs> they do team run at. Uh, uh, on Fridays as a group, they do that all together. But this past week, they have uh, brought everybody together, and they're working out, you know, as one unit um, throughout. The what do you week, hear about so. the workouts? Anything? I haven't. I, I haven't heard anything specific yet. I've, I've put in some stuff. I'm hoping I might hear some stuff on Friday. Uh, I don't know if they're going to give us any kind of testing numbers or, or anything like that. But I have uh, reached out to hopefully find out some some numbers in terms of weight gains and you know any notable they're not going to give me just a list like they used to back in the day just list everybody's 40 and everybody's bench press but uh they don't do that anymore but they will they should give me hopefully if there's any you know testing numbers um put out then hopefully they'll give me some of that do you think that um Sam Pittman will have a, a media session before spring practice starts next week? It's possible. I think it, if he does, it would be the 6th, and then he'd probably talk again on the 7th. I feel like that's kind of how they've done it in the past. Yeah. Okay. We've got Peter in Little Rock for Trey. Great. Hi, Peter. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. How are y'all doing today? Great. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. So I have a question for Trey. If um, if he had to choose one quarterback to start next year, if he had to make a guess prediction right now who would be the starter day one, who would that quarterback be? I'm going to hang up and listen now. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. I think it would be Taylor Green. And I I do think it will be an interesting battle. Uh, and, you know, I'm not closing the door on Malachi Singleton. I think he's got a lot of potential as well. But I think Taylor Green, when I just I, I see his size and, you know, Bobby Petrino coming in and they go after a quarterback. So he's kind of like, you know, that's that's the guy I want to go after. And, you know, that's the guy I recruited before. So that aspect of it, plus he has so much experience now, not SEC experience, but, I mean, he was – he was Mountain West Freshman of the Year. They won 10 games year before last. And, you know, last year was a little more up and down, but he still won Mountain West Conference um, championship game MVP. And, you know, so I think those aspects of it, I love that, like, this is a guy that can break off 70-yard touchdown runs. You know, he'll he'll remind people of Matt Jones and kind of his – his gait and how he, people just take really bad angles on him, and he pulls away. He can really run. Uh, he throws the ball a little low. I think I think working with uh, Bobby Petrino probably helped him fine tune a lot of those types of things. But I, I would think it, it would be Taylor Green, and that's nothing against Jacoby. Uh, Jacoby is. I mean, Jacoby has. He, he's a senior now, you know, and he has never started. He's played behind some really good quarterbacks, Drake, May, and uh, um, oh, what was the guy before May? Powell, uh, spacing on his name, but he's in the NFL. Two guys that are in the NFL. and Or, you know, May will be in the NFL anyway. He's about to be. And, you know, play behind K.J. Jefferson, obviously. But, you know, he has been on in college for a number of years and hasn't started yet. He's got four years behind him. So, um that kind of makes me think that it'll be it'll be um, Kalen Green, but Jacoby can really throw the ball. He, out of all the quarterbacks last year, he had the most velocity, had the tightest spiral. 
Um, and he got some experience. You know, he broke off 60-yard run last year, too. And he can run. Uh, he's not as big, but he's a stalky quarterback, about 6'1", 6'2", and uh, can really throw the ball and, and really run. So I think it'll be an interesting competition. And I hope that's what it is, Trey. I hope it is a yeah. competition to the end. Even if they think they know who it is, don't tell anybody. Just well, have them compete. Exactly. And, and you don't want anybody to transfer either. <laughs> so, but quarterback yeah, battles too. can't be decided in fall camp anymore or in spring practice. They just can't. Because here you have two guys that are very mobile. And I, I don't know. I just feel like for years, Arkansas, you know, would come out of camp or something and say, this is our guy, and it would be the wrong choice. It, it, it happened both years under uh, under Chad Morris, although there was a lot of inconfidence overall with that. But uh, you don't hit these guys. They're, they know that they're not getting hit. And, you know, so you come out of fall camp and you don't really know what you had. Even Sam Pittman said, I believe it was Georgia, was it Georgia State or Georgia Southern they played, KJ's first year to start, but he didn't really know what he had in KJ as far as his running ability. That's why I always think, like, when you've got young quarterbacks on campus, when they're young, let them go live a little bit. I agree. If you're not, if you're not relying on them to be a starter, let's, I agree. let's see what they do when they've got the real pressure in front of them because you just never know. You never know. And exactly right. It's, it's just a difficult position anyway to evaluate. Well, if you got five quarterbacks and none of them is the starter – <laughs> I would think you could go live with yeah, some absolutely. of these guys and and not worry too much about it because if you know unless unless one is just far and above better than the rest of them, why wouldn't you put them all out there and well, live? If you say Pittman, it's what have you got to lose anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you want let to everybody your go top live. two options live right now. That would be it's still very not. difficult. You don't want to get somebody hurt. No. Okay. Well, we don't want to get hurt by going into a commercial while we're still talking. Right, bye, guys. So, Trey, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Back with more Drive Time Sports. Now you can watch all your favorite Buzz shows streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Television had never seen anything quite like the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Tom and Dick Smothers were a unique combination of musical talent and comedy genius. But despite the show's runaway success... Their constant criticism of the Vietnam War angered CBS executives who made the decision to cancel them. At a reunion show 20 years later, former writer Steve Martin asked Tom, How does it feel to be right? The truth usually comes out sooner or later, folks. You can count on it. The truth is that Double B's is here to serve Arkansas. Our 34 locations have great food, drinks, and deals on gasoline. Double B's is a one-stop destination for everything you need. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Weekend Recap, brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists, offering diagnostic, suspension, tires, maintenance, engine, transmission repair, and much more. When you need someone to service your fleet and get your employees back on the road quick, call 501-375-3672. Conveniently located at 901 East 8th Street in downtown Little Rock. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month, 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, featuring Arkansas's largest designer engaged ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18-month, zero-interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Penny Con Burkhalter here, reminding you that Guadney Buick GMC has the best team in town. And with the purchase allowances, cash back, and low rates currently available, upgrading your trade at Guadney is a slam dunk. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club in North Little Rock. With sales, service, and collision. There's no need to drive past us.
Hello, Buzz listeners. It's Frank Fletcher. Well, it's the end of the month, and you know what that means. We've got a sales goal, and we've got to hit it. We can get a big pile of money from Chrysler, and if we miss it, we get zero. So I've told Zippy and all of our managers to do whatever it takes to sell you between now and the end of the month. Folks, we have 0% financing for 72 months on new Ram Bighorns. That is unbelievable. 0% for 72 months and $10,000 discounts on new Ram 2500s. And new Jeep Gladiators are discounted up to 15% off of MSRP. Folks, that's about $12,000. We're making crazy deals and we're paying way too much for trades. Remember to tune in this Thursday morning. We're going to be on the morning show with David Basil and we're going to be giving away some really nice stuff. Come see us at Fletcher Dodge on War Gordon Road in Sherwood or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Dinner for two for 60 bucks. There ain't nothing cheap about this meal because you're going to get the Riverfront Salad Bar for two. That's the largest salad bar in North America. And then you're going to get that filet, 10 ounce. And I'm talking about prime cut uh, filet, 10 ounce plus four of the double F fried shrimp. Count the size of your hand. Then pick out two sides, whether it's tabachi fried rice with chicken, baked potato, onion rings, mashed potatoes, supreme, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, or wild mushrooms. All that, folks, two for $60. Make your reservation now, Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel, 3719000. Tell them, tell them, tell Shapur I sent you. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Marcus Elliott in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas. Randy's out today. Be back tomorrow. And let's see, do we have Chris Turnage on the air? If we Not do. yet. Not yet, but they're working on that. I got some good questions for, I hope there'll be good questions for Chris when he comes on. So just tell me uh, when. Combine it, time, right? It is combine time. I figure that's where he is. Mm-hmm. Well, I can catch up maybe on some live fan feedback because we got several of them when we were talking about the statues. So this is from Will uh, and he says that um, now we're talking about the arena, $250 million I think maybe we're talking about $200 million, but that's still a lot um, but then let's talk about Coach Z talking about the lack of people at the game same thing at the end of football want to do $200 million in renovation while on, on also asking the fan base of Arkansas to give their hard earned money to the NIL to athletes some of whom are making considerably more than the people who are donating. That, that's a tough one too, and I, I didn't. Obviously, we didn't bring that one up with Matt. But why is it a tough one? Well, there are people that only have so much money they can give. Okay. So if they're being asked to give to NIL, and they're also being asked to give to a two hundred million dollar arena project, some have to make a decision. Yeah. You don't think that's hard? I mean, I, I'm sure you make yeah. two million a year, so it doesn't <laughs> oh, make any yeah, difference sure. to you. But not a problem for uh, me. Yeah, but I, I, I don't need. I can't even fathom that. However, that's not new, Rick. People have donated and been asked to continue to donate to special projects. Yeah, uh, I know you know that. But the NIL is new because well, because they've given a spe- When you look at every building on campus, all of them that are currently in use were done before NIL. Okay. So now, so now you're asking again. Let's say, let's say mm-hmm. you got this nice guy that's or family that gives a thousand dollars a year. Yeah. All right. Now that that's on the lower end probably of, of people mm-hmm. giving, but then they're saying, okay, we really need this arena redone, mm-hmm. and we also need you to help NIL. What do you do? Say, okay, I'll give five hundred to each, or you can, you can. But uh, but again, here's the deal. Costs have gone up. Money has gone up. Yeah, wealth has gone up. The, the, you you said some. you you yeah to some but not everyone. Not However, everyone. But but again, 
we've been making choices for a long time. Everybody doesn't get to buy a luxury suite, That's right. right? Okay. But they can get a ticket and go to the game. Or if they can't get a Not ticket and go to the seats. Or if they can't get a ticket to go to the game. They can watch it on TV. Which, guess what? Television revenue is it. That's now. what really matters. For now. Right. Okay. So I, I guess what I'm saying is... We have choices. We're going to play big. We're going to play with the big dogs, or we're going to stay on the porch. I think Arkansas has made a decision. I think their fans appreciate it. We're going to try to run with the big. Oh, dogs. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And I'll bet you, and um, I'm, I'm certainly not involved in any discussions with the athletic department, but I'll bet you uh, we could probably look at that 168 million dollar budget and see that some of it could be eliminated. Which gives you more Probably. money for NIL and Absolutely. might give you more money for other things. No question about it. Okay, so uh, it's kind of like the government. I think there's a little <laughs> bit that could be eliminated there. Oh, my goodness. All right, here that's is That's a whole other show. Is that, yeah, that's right. That's Tinto. a whole other month. Okay, <laughs> ZD says, thanks, Rick. That means a lot to a lot of people promoting the statue for Nolan. Uh, Jay Jones points out that Ole Miss won a national baseball championship in uh, 19, in 2022. They've already got a statue up of the captain of the team, Tim Elko. No reason Nolan shouldn't have a statue. Uh, Rick B. says, everyone knows that the statue has nothing to do with being able to pay for it. I love Nolan Richardson. Forgiving him personally for setting the university back 10 years for the statements he made when he left. I don't know about that. But no university is going to build a statue for a coach who tried to sue him. Well, I would disagree with that because I think it's all been forgiven. And the um, they named the court after him. So yeah. if, they're not, if, they, no, if they weren't going to do anything to honor him, they wouldn't have named the right. court after him. No question. And then, and then finally, we got one more. Uh, Eric is asking, I noticed the basketball game's at 6 o'clock next Wednesday. That's against LSU. Will Coach Richardson still be on another day next week? Yes. Uh, I haven't talked with Randy yet about whether we have Coach Richardson on Tuesday or Thursday next week. But, yes, we are aware that game's starting at 6 o'clock. Okay. We got any connection with Chris Turnage? We do, and we have uh, East Arkansas Rick, though, on the line. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, can we welcome Chris on the show first? Or Rick might want to ask him a question. Chris, are you there? Chris is not here. Oh, he's not there yet. He's not there. Okay. Well, then let's go to Rick in East Arkansas, who calls us frequently, and we're glad you do, Rick. Thanks for calling. Yeah. uh, Well, heck, yeah, I call in so much. Y'all are. Every day, y'all are so interesting. <laughs> well, as long as, as, long as my wife feels so that way, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. But uh, anyway. my question is: so uh, you know, the whole package the SEC gives each school millions and millions of dollars. Yes, that's because of the TV, which uh, I don't know what that about. money goes for for the U of A. Well, it goes to the total budget. But, it goes into their total budget. But, anyway, but what? Rick? Yeah, and my second question is: is uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, if you win, the stadium is filled. Yeah, it's amazing how that if works. If you win, it? the stadium is filled. Yep. Uh, baseball's doing it, and I uh, I bet through some of the other where they're having you know like a softball and and gymnastics. I know they can't pay their way. No, but uh, they do draw pretty but good crowds. All these other great programs we have. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's it's pretty positive. It's pretty positive and. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind giving to the NIL, but I can't give much. But I don't mind. But uh, y'all push them back and forth. Uh, you do the foundation, or you do the NIL. Uh, but if you win, it takes care of everything. Yeah. Well, yes. that's all I got Maybe. to say today. Y'all are okay. so great. <laughs> okay, Rick. <laughs> Thank thanks you, for Rick. calling. If you win, it certainly makes people happier. Those who have money maybe will give more. Those who don't can't give any more, regardless of whether you win or not. But uh, let's go to his first point. 
the money that comes in from the SEC, which next year, this year I think it was like $58 million. Next year it's going to be over $70 million because hmm. they have a new contract with ESPN. That goes into your general budget. So if the general budget is $168 million, which it was in 22-23, so I don't know what it is in the current year, but uh, if, it go, if your budget's $168 million and you got $58 million from the SEC, that goes into your budget because you also, that $168 million, <clears throat> you need revenue from ticket sales, uh, contributions, um, marketing, local marketing, your, your own individual schools, uh, TV and radio rights. So, uh, well, you don't have TV rights. That's all the SEC, but your radio rights and all of that goes into your income uh, for the 168 million, and I think the 168 million they spent 166 of it. So maybe they had a couple million left. They could have built those statues with those two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but that's that's what it can't goes take into. it with you. Yeah, that that is what it goes into uh, goes into your normal budget. And again, you're going to have a an increase not this year, not 23, 24. But in the 24-25 academic year, you're going to have an increase of about $12 million from what the SEC gives you per school. I mean, listen, there is no negative to being in this game the way Arkansas is. Revenues, money, it's only increasing. Uh, Media is finding different ways. Rick Schaefer... To generate revenue, and I, I think it's just a matter of time before the, we see this pay for streaming thing. And guess what? And I'm gonna lead the charge. I'm gonna complain and I'm gonna moan and cry. <laughs> but guess you what? Are? Oh yeah. But guess what? When it's because time, you're gonna have to pay more, huh? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So this, the the what is the economic term? The the margin, marginal elasticity, or whatever it is. It, it's unlimited with a big-time sports program like Arkansas or being in in the league with a big-time uh, organization like the SEC. So you, you, you just stay in that game, guys. We just have to and hope that we get the right leadership because what it looks like, Rick, would you not agree, is leadership determines success. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, um, Arkansas has got good leadership, I think. I think Hunter Urichek's a really good athletic director. He's well, we got to get the right leaders to the to the yeah. money program. Well, so. That's right, and, and I think they do from a basketball standpoint. Gentlemen, that's proven true. We yes, have someone else who wants to lead this discussion is Lance in Maumelle. Well, come on in, Lance. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rick, how are you doing, Marcus? Great. I just uh, hey, Lance. I know Marcus. Marcus is a you know he's a big fan of the players getting paid and all that, and for years, and I and I'm I'm fine with them getting some money, but. This this whole NIL, it's 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 breaking uh, it's it's breaking college football. Why? In college Why do you say athletics. that? How? Well, where's the well, evidence you, of that? Well, I can just tell you one thing. I don't think the NIL was ever intended for it to be funded on the backs of the fans, and that's what you know. I saw an email from the University Collective the other day, basically. Again, begging fans to pay more because we can't keep up with the ones that have the money. And you're you're you're, you're talking about a you just went over all the money that that Arkansas is getting based on being in the SEC, and they still apparently, according to the collective and the university, we're we're second class. We can't keep up, and, and uh, they expect fans to be the ones to do all of that. And I think you're already seeing. Increased ticket prices, the requirements to be season ticket donors, and I think fans are fed up. And I think the, you're going to see it. You're going to eventually see it with the transfer portal, the NCAA, and now Congress get involved. Uh, the good old days are over, and, and you're going right. to have about 25 teams. But okay, Lance, we got to take a break. Thanks for the call. Razorback graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Old Man Winter here. One more snowstorm. Not a chance, Mr. Winter. It's spring. It's also time for the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all our award-winning Hyundai models, all backed by America's best warranty. Hurry in. These deals won't last at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end February 29th. Call 562-314-4603 for details. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney, Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Hey folks, Trey Johnson here with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. Spring is coming and everyone is getting ready to get outside. So if you need your trailer serviced or repaired, let us help you out. Or you may be needing a trailer to get your golf cart to the golf course. Or you need a trailer for work. Or if you just need to buy a new trailer for recreational use. Let us help you at HJ Trailer Sales with one of the best service departments in the state. Visit us in Hot Springs or check us out on Facebook or at HJTrailerSales.com. I love it here in Arkansas. It's a great place to live and work, to raise a family. You've got beautiful scenery, tons to do outdoors, and we love our sports. Arkansas is just a great place. It's one of the things I like most about First Security Bank. They started years ago right here in Arkansas. Now, after 80 years of growth, First Security is still only in Arkansas. That means they reinvest in people and businesses right here at home. They have local roots, and they're proud of them. I don't know about you, but that means something to me. At First Security, you bank with professionals who know what they're doing, they also know you and your community. So whether you need a personal or business checking account, a credit card, help with a loan, or just want to ask someone a question, First Security is your home for friendly local support. Stop by one of their 70 convenient locations or check them out online at fsbank.com. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, Randy's not with us tonight. He'll be back tomorrow night. Marcus Elliott and Rick Schaefer with you. Lance had some good points there uh, on our last call. So, here's what I would say, Marcus. Uh, if you're going to pay the players, figure mm-hmm. out a way to... I think the thing that is a little repulsive to some people is when a player's making more than most of the people in the state of Arkansas. Is. Well, is it impulsive when the coaches make more? Is it, is it still repulsive? Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, because the coach has been doing this for years and years and years. Yeah, and, but and does the coach... Is, is, is the coach as talented as the player? Uh, possibly, yes, in what he does. Yeah. Then, then why well, didn't he keep playing? Let's go to the... <laughs> <laughs> because he ran out of eligibility. Uh, yeah. My gosh. But let's just say this. I'm looking at the Arkansas Football Press Guide. There are... Uh, it used to be the Football Press Guide would have the entire athletic staff in there. They don't do that anymore. And uh, it would probably take an entire press guide to do that when you look at all the people that are hired by the athletic department. Um, I'll go back to, okay, I know it's been a long time since Coach Burrells was athletic director. But when he was, I can tell you that if you couldn't do the job of two and a half people, you weren't on his staff. That's just the way it was. So now I think they have five people doing the work of two and a half people instead of one. And so they've, they've added that tremendously. And, again, who pays for that? 
Fans pay for that. So I'm looking in the football press guide, so the administrative staff is not in there. And certainly there are some people that you absolutely cannot do without. But um, but I don't know about the whole list of them. In the football, they, they list the 10 uh, assistants besides the head coach. And then they list uh, two guys on the strength staff. And then there's another page that says support staff. There are 43 people on there. 43 people. You know who's not pictured? Or, or if they have uh, some of these guys that are, uh, you know, former football coaches who come in and advise, uh, those guys aren't even on here. So let's say you got 50 people, 50 people doing what basically 20 used to. So mm-hmm. when you start saying about, well, gee whiz, let's let's don't, man, it's tough to pay the players. Well, maybe there you go. You don't need quite as many on staff. So now I'm looking at the Arkansas basketball press guide. And uh, there are full, there are four full-time assistants. Years ago, there were two. There's only 13 guys on scholarship, so that hadn't changed. But you've added two full-time assistants. Okay, I get it. Maybe it could add one. Then I'm looking at um, full-time staff members: one, two, three, four. These are uh, five. Okay, we've got. Six. Oh gosh, I'm still going. Okay, we have Director of Internal Operations. Okay. We have Assistant Director of Recruiting and Scouting. Hmm. Uh, senior Advisor to the Head Coach. Assistant, uh, assistant uh, Director of Operations. Special Assistant to the Head Coach. Coordinator of Creative Content. I get that. That's different. Social media. And then you got your trainers. So you've got all of those guys. Then you have the equipment manager. I get that. An assistant director for academics. Okay. A dietitian. I guess basketball has its own dietitian for 13 guys. And then uh, graduate assistants. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then it's got managers, which are probably just scholarship guys. And they then could on probably line one, we have a color. Okay, but I'll just tell you before they could probably eliminate a little yeah, of that I'm too. I think there's a little large S on the uh, staffs. Okay, let's take the caller. Who we got? We got David in North Little Rock. Hi, David. Thanks for calling. Hey, thanks, guys. I was going to add a little different spin on the NIL, and I'd like sure. to have a comment. Yeah, I've been saying for years uh, that the athlete. Uh, let me rephrase that. Student athletes yeah, are already getting paid. They're, yeah. they're already getting paid. They're, and if you don't believe college me, paid for. That's right. Send your yeah. son to Fayetteville. If yeah. you live out of state, if you're from Dallas or Miami, send your son to Fayetteville and get your checkbook out and see how much it costs. Those kids aren't paying a dime. They're getting three meals a day, if not more. They're getting athletic gear. They're getting shoes, clothing. <laughs> Uh, in addition to everything else, and if and and, and again, they're student athletes. That's how everybody describes them, including the coaches. The only so student athlete. No, go ahead. Now ex- explain to me mm-hmm. why they get a free ride to college to become a student and graduate. Now it's up to six years, maybe seven, with COVID and. Hardship and all this other stuff. It's really easy, David. Six so, max. It's an easy let, okay, explanation. Let, let David finish. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Well, no, I, that's fine. Marcus can explain. Okay. Right. All right. It's, it's very easy, David. Since we started giving grants and aids because of television and because of the popularity of the product, that the key component of that product is those student athletes. The revenues generated by these organizations and uh, universities has gone out of sight. So they're making much, much more money than they were when they initially start giving these grants and aids. The grants and aids, just remind you, were given to student athletes that could come help their programs win. They didn't just give it to good-looking kids or smart kids or kids that had great personalities. These guys had to be productive and they had to be a belief 
that these student athletes can come to their programs and help them win okay. games so they can generate revenue. Well, that was happening, totally and it agree. was happening at totally a greater agree. rate. It's only fair that those student athletes who are risking their physical well-being well into their older years, my knee and my mm-hmm. hip tells you, they don't, that they deserve they some of that increased revenue. Mm-hmm. Would you not agree? No. Okay. No. That's well, a and that's fine. That's a you can't. But that, that ship is sailed, buddy. That ship sailed. You're probably one of the few that don't agree now. That's well, done. That's, that's, that's case closed. Well, what, what Marcus is saying is that there are those <laughs> of us, I probably would tend to agree more with you than Marcus, uh, but it's not going to change the way things no. are. They're, they're not going to go mean, back. How many, the, how here's, many, here's, how many, it's over. How many it's, it's time to get on board now and say, okay, how can we build this program under the way it is now instead of complaining about these kids Mark, getting a little I, extra? Well, Dave might not have I'm not. Ar- I'm not arguing yeah. now that they yeah. should. I, I mean, you have to keep up. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. before all this started, they were already getting paid. How many players are on the football team? Let's say 90. Well, I don't 80, know. Okay. 85 scholars. We'll just okay. say they weren't getting yeah. to pay their okay. fair let's, share. Let's then. make it easy because there's walk-ons. Let's make it a round number, 100 well, 120. kids on the football team. Okay. okay, say 100. Well, whatever. Okay. okay, let's say they draw in $100 million, you know, over well, whatever period of time. Rick, that, Rick told you that the SEC that, is giving them 50, 58, 58. right? Yeah, 58 million. Year, this year. last year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, 58 million. That's... Five hundred and eighty thousand per kid. If you want to divide it up that way, there's a hundred kids on the team. Okay. Now you add that on top of their six-year scholarship, they're probably getting close close to eighty thousand a year in scholarship yeah. money. Mm-hmm. How much are you paying your head but coach? You that, well, that, that's irrelevant because why? The, the head well, coach, well, Marcus, that, that's his who, job. Who do, what he's company do you school. work for, Marcus? He's not, he's not a student athlete. Yeah. Well, well, what company do you work for, Marcus? I'm with Jefferson Regional Specialty Hospital. And I'm guessing, the head, of, I'm guessing the head of that organization makes considerable more money than you do. And I think, I think when you're talking about leadership, you pay for leadership. The CEO at Walmart makes considerably more than the mm-hmm. workers at Walmart. So, but let's so go. Do, well, that's Walmart. Pay, but let's pay. go back to athletics. No, you pay. no, 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 no. You pay for leadership. No, no, no. How much and does the head coach for the New England Patriots make? I don't know. Well, how much does the makes. head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs make? M- million. million, million. Okay, million. but how much million. does the yeah. the quarterback make? It's a different. It's entertainment. It's a different dynamic. It's more apples to apples than Rick Walmart. There would be no. They're not playing for the team to get a degree in education. Hey, good, good argument. The the music's playing, so I I got to stop it here. We're going to have Joseph Pinion for a brief period when we come back. Marcus Elliott, Rick Schaefer, stay with us on Drive Time Sports. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 